What's up, motherfuckers? How you doing today? It's Jamal out here on the radio. You feel me? Up in the mix with De La Photo, The Truth, and The Step Man. Listen to shit. It's always popping, and it gets you rocking. Shooting up the club with all these bitches. Rub a dub. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Narva Star, a.k.a. Not The Black Dude, you thought I was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, the poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and track suit poppy. And this is episode 131. Of up in the mix, the podcast. <laughs> podcast, not the radio show. Not the radio show, mm. the podcast. But uh, yeah, just uh, let's let's get right into it. Of course, we have. I have a story time this week. Ooh. Um, this one not as uplifting as as uh, the past ones, but uh, the other day I was leaving work, like walking to my car, and I hear like someone yell, like, "Yo, Richardson, is that you?" <laughs> like turn around like this like it looked like a grown man but he was a like kid i had like didn't recognize him you know he had like a mask on a hat on he comes up i'm like yeah he's like do you remember me i was like no no (laughs) and it was like so this kid who had gone to trainer and he goes to washington innovations now he's a senior and he was like talking to me saying what's up like i never had this kid but and I like he knows to say about it. You. yeah I couldn't rem- like I didn't remember him like he wasn't in like he's like I didn't have your class but like blah 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 like, but I was in the school yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> and uh, yeah he was like oh like I'm like you know you know like oh what year are you he's like senior he's like yeah I'm like cool I'm like oh you're all, you know you're on track to graduate like you all set and everything he's like yeah he's like you know in middle school I didn't do very good he's like do you and he asked me about this teacher this former coworker of mine. I'm like, I don't know. She left the school. I don't know um, where she teaches now. She still teaches. And he's like, yeah, when I was in seventh grade, she told me that I would never graduate high school. Damn. And she's like, it made me so mad. He's like, I was just going through a lot of shit at the time. And like, you know, I, he's like, yeah, I was out of control. But like, I wasn't like stupid or anything, you know? And he's like, yeah, like it made me <laughs> not try in, in middle school because of that. I was like, God Damn. And I was like, I don't know, bro. And then, like, I just, like, he's like, yeah, but he's like, you know, like, once I got to high school, you know, like, I, I she got my shit figured out, and I had, like, a lot of people help me. I was like, oh, that's good, man. And he's like, yeah, but, like, and he kept, like, talking about it. I was like, you know what, bro? Fuck her. Exactly. I'm like, don't even, like, worry about, you know, what she said. Like, obviously, you're fine now. Like, you, you know, you're, you're, you're on track, whatever. He's like, yeah, he's actually, I'm, he's like, I'm actually graduating early. I was like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do after that. Just, like, work, save some money. I was, he's like, I might go to TMCC. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, you know, here's my email if you ever need. Mm-hmm. Um, like, email me if you have, you know, need help with anything or have questions. I was, I was like, just keep doing what you're doing. And, like, you know, he dapped me up and, like, kept walking home. And I was just like, got in the car. I was like, can you imagine, like, being that fucking 
that young and for an adult to say that to you and being that adult and like that's mm. how you're remembered yeah like just as like the saying the most fucked up thing to someone you're supposed to water the plants not let them die yeah yeah and i yeah that's all i was like damn and i i know the person too and i'm like i totally think that that person said that like damn. knowing that like how they are that tracks yeah i was like <laughs> i wasn't shocked when he said who it was but i was just like damn bro like how many other fucking kids that that mm-hmm. you know that teacher ruin or turn off to school yeah. just because like whatever she had going on in her fucking life damn yeah that's a wild ass story I know. And like, then he remembered you and he wasn't even, you weren't even his teacher. Yeah. I had no idea who this kid was. I think like his cousin had me or something like his older cousin had me. And then he like, that's, I don't, yeah, I have no idea. Like didn't really, <laughs> yeah, I acted, I said I did, but like, mm-hmm. I was like, he told me his name, he pulled down his mask and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know you, my friend. <laughs> Like, I mean, um, I, you know, I taught there a long time. Yeah. Th- like thousands of kids, but. A lot of kids. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's story time. At least he uh, beat what the other teachers thought. Right? Like, you know, it's not like she motivated him. Yeah. Like, he fucking didn't try because she said that. It took mm-hmm. him longer, you know? And like, who, he didn't go into what he had going on, and, you know? But the kid, all sorts of kids had problems and shit going mm-hmm. on. You never knew what Especially was. Especially a trainer, you know? Yeah, you never knew what was going mm-hmm. on. So, Yeah. Just except when they were walking to school with blankets. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I was you know, at first I was like, Oh, do you like not do you not have a jacket? Like there's like extra jackets like in the office, you know? Like, no, no, I don't want to wear jackets. <laughs> what is that? It's cold and what? there's jacket. I'll oh. bring a blanket. Oh. It's not a poncho. <laughs> so this isn't like, you know, a not having thing. This is just a not cool thing. <laughs> yeah. My, my bad. Uh. Sorry to fucking <laughs> Step on your drip. <laughs> well, you got to bring a blanket. Jacket is an accessory, you know. You can make it. You can make the drip look fantastic with it. Yeah, shout out to uh, my barber Brian mm-hmm. Soup. Yeah, he was like, you know, how's how's it going at Reno? I'm like, yeah, it's going good. He's like, all right, like, like sounds like kids have changed. He's like, all right, what like what what's different? What would make me mad? And I'm like, <laughs> just go immediately into. All the shit we previously mm-hmm. talked about with Brad and everything, like, yeah, I'm like some of the shit they do. Just it's just it's just me being old and like God, that like what the fuck? But I'm like for the most part they're fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you know there is that every once in a while you're like damn. Like you mentioned like a song or something, and like to me it's a song that came out not that long ago. And to them <laughs> like oh I'm like you think, wait it's a classic. <laughs> the song's from 2009. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's just funny to think too. Is like, as I'm older, like hating like the little kid stuff. What the older people thought of my stuff. Exactly. You that's know? why I try not to be mm. too harsh on it. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff, I'm like, no, nah, that's whack, bro. <laughs> <laughs> whack that. That's, that. Yeah, that's not me not understanding. That's you not understanding. Yeah. Like that's just never gonna be cool. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyways, we digress like usual. Yes, mm-hmm. we have some things to talk about this week, and the oh, first yeah. thing. Ah, we're still like <laughs> in week two of this. Nicki Minaj tweeted about the fucking her cousin mm-hmm. in what Trinidad and Tobago. That yeah, got becoming the, sterile, right? Got, he got he got the COVID vaccine and his balls swelled up. Yeah, and he got had sterile. to go to the, the doctor. So yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> the first person's like, it sounds like your your 
your uh, cousins, whatever, cheated on her. <laughs> it got an STI and then yeah. fucking said it was the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, but uh. then, like, I thought this was fake. But then a few days later, like, people in Atlanta were protesting the CDC with, like, pictures of mm. Nicki Minaj <laughs> saying they trusted her more than they uh. trusted science. Because they had to come out and be like, no, that's not real. Like, well, and like, the, like the fucking like president or whatever of that country, like they made a big deal about it. Like, no, like they investigated it and everything to like prove that it wasn't mm-hmm. true because <laughs> they're trying to get their fucking people vaccinated too. And I'm like, oh my god, the world is fucking dumb. How they believe celebrities, you know? Oh, like, and it, the story, the tweet was literally like my cousin's boyfriend in another country mm-hmm. supposedly got <laughs> the vaccine. Yeah. It's crazy to think. Oh, man. Well, you know, he had to make up an excuse for the baby mama. Yeah, right? Like, oh, that, that was, was the it. funny thing. Like, that was like the first tweet was like, uh, it sounds like he just cheated and he's yeah. lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but let's blame the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I wonder if she believed it. Oh, yeah. She didn't back down. Like, after mm. everyone, like, proved it, like, like, she was on, you know, some fucking show, like, mm. a couple days later, like, defending herself and wouldn't admit that she was wrong. I was like, man, to be that desperate to be fucking get attention mm. from people. It happens to clout. Kids do it all the time. Yeah, we'll talk more about yes. that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so then at the same time, in another just stupid waste of money, like, the California governor Newsom mm. won his recall election. And I forgot how much they said it spent. They spent on it like it was uh, so many millions of dollars, like a hundred something million dollars, hundred fifteen million dollars mm-hmm. to to do this election. And they're like, that money could have been spent on so much, yeah, other things. And like the person Larry Elder that was like the Republican dude running is super fucking crazy and believes that uh, like white like slave owners, former slave owners, should get reparations. Really. Yes. Why is that? What's his reasoning? Because, like, their property was taken. I mean, that's what the <laughs> argument was back then, and a lot of them yeah. did get reparations. Business. But, yeah, he's just super – He's uh, everyone's like, oh, look, I didn't know Uncle Ruckus was a real person. <laughs> from Boondocks? <laughs> from Boondocks. Ah, such a good show. So, uh, mm. yeah, so he's going to stay governor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, wasting money. Like the lottery for getting vaccinated. You know, that's that could be done way better. Another thing, uh, so the Golden State Warriors, Andrew Wiggins, has refused to get vaccinated, and so San Francisco has a law where mm-hmm. you have to be vaccinated in order to attend indoor, like Anything. huge, yeah, huge things, and so like he won't be able to play in their home games mm-hmm. unless he gets vaccinated in like the next week, and they're like, yeah, if he he'll lose out, it's like. $14 million in salary if he only plays in half the games. Oh, so they're going to cut the salary? Because Cause they're like, if he can only play in half the games, then... Give like, him half the money. Yeah, give him half the money. Because mm-hmm. this is something he... Like, they, he tried to apply for, like, a religious exemption, mm-hmm. and they denied it because it's like, you don't... like. He doesn't want to be sterile. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, what church, like, it's not like he doesn't, like, go to church or anything. Yeah. And, like, well, mm-hmm. you know, like, you don't go to church. Yeah. And, yeah. Can't use it as an excuse. Yeah. It's kind of like the dog ate my homework. <laughs> Especially nowadays when it's electronic. Yeah. 
Like, uh, he ate my laptop. <laughs> I had a kid say that. Really? Yeah. He was. I'm like, bro, I believe you because I'm looking at it. But like, also, <laughs> this is like the biggest fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is straight out of a TV show, man. Mm-hmm. Speaking of kids uh, and their papers, right? <sighs> so this viral video on TikTok. Like where their kids were posting like stealing shit from their school bathrooms, and then it's led to this craze all across the country, including like schools here in Reno where kids are fucking like destroying bathrooms, like breaking bad the stall doors, ripping the soap dispensers and paper towel dispensers off the wall, and like taking them home and like posting like that they stole it. It's out of control. Kids keep, and it's, of course, guess which bathrooms? Oh, boys? Of course. <laughs> so it's only the, happening in the boys' bathroom. And, yeah, they're stopping up toilets and just doing all this crazy shit for clout on the internet. So it got so bad that, like, it was trending on Twitter the other day. Uh, the principal had to send out an email and phone call like, to all the parents, asking them to talk to their kids about it. Like, I was talking to Griffin, and he's like, Wooster, it's the same thing. Like, they're having to have bathrooms closed, and the kids are mad. Like, out of my school, they had to close certain bathrooms off to the students so only the teachers can use them. Mm. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, we can still use it. But then they, like, try and, like, come and use them while I'm in there, like, yeah. using it. Like, no, this bathroom, like, go find one that's open to you. <laughs> like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> oh, man. And it's just like they're snitching on themselves and just for a little bit of clout, like a trend. You know? Yeah, I'm like, how dumb are, is it, like, that you, oh, you stole a, mm. like, stainless steel so- yeah. soap dispenser off the wall. You from to, your nasty-ass yeah. bathroom. You had to rip it off. Yeah, or, like, kicking, yeah, they're, like, kicking this shit off mm. and stuff, and it's like, or, like, oh, you stole, like, a paper towel roll of, like, the cheapest, like, like single-ply super thin. We all know the paper towels it's they not have. Good. Not yeah, good. like, so you, like, broke a plastic thing, like plastic container and took three dollars worth of paper towel roll and then posted it on the internet <laughs> to be do you know cool. how fucking cool. dumb that looks mm-hmm. yeah I, they don't know though like yeah like i had to i just like calmly i was like talking to them like this is out of control guys i'm like i have seniors mostly so mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not thinking it's you because you guys are complaining about it as much <laughs> as i am but i'm like if you like see it happening or something like t- like if you don't want to confront the person like go tell someone an adult so they can handle it like this is out of hand it's been going on for like over a month now a month yeah dang yeah because at first i feel bad like i would randomly j- go to the bathroom yeah. yeah and i'd be like what like why is this bathroom closed it'd be mm. like closed for cleaning i'm like it, they clean them after school why has it been closed for cleaning for three days? It's under construction. <laughs> yeah. And then I asked, like, one of the campus monitors, and they're like, we're trying to, like, isolate to make them all go to one bathroom so it's mm-hmm. easier to find out who's doing this because it's just out of control. And, like, I know it's the freshmen and sophomores. Stupid. Fresh like, out of middle school. Yeah. Because only they would find that funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of custodians, Sparks High School, like, did, like, a ceremony and had the kids, like, uh, like thank them for all their hard work because this is going on and uh, my friend MJ like and uh, Tiffany over there helped like organize it so that was cool they posted on the internet like all the sports teams and like student leadership like thanking the custodians they had like some special meal for them or something and Ooh, to try nice. and like raise awareness too with the yeah. kids like hey like stop you're, you're fucking shit up for other people yeah and this is like your school and mm. like you're part of it but it's just dude the internet 
It's stronger than anything else. <laughs> someone, someone was like, man, can we go back to the, t- the, the Tide Pod days? <laughs> I forgot. Or, or planking. Remember planking? Oh, my God. Yeah. He was yeah. planking everywhere. Dude. <laughs> that would be so, like... Uh, kids don't have a strong enough core for that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, too, they're too soft. Yeah, okay. You have strong core to plank like that. Yes. Wow. I remember those wild planks, like, in between tables. Like, people would go, like, on buildings, like, do wild I mean, things. if anyone can do it, it's these teenagers. Yeah. They just, yeah. They're not creative enough anymore. <laughs> they, I mean, have right? to, they have to go that to was like, yeah, the <laughs> Internet challenges used to be way more creative. <laughs> the plank. <laughs> now they're just stealing stuff off walls. Snitching on themselves. Snitching on, like. What's this, uh... I'm like, you're not even stealing anything valuable. What is wrong yeah. with you? What Jay-Z said, uh, people don't respect the shooter anymore. <laughs> you know? Right? He's just the victim. I was trying to tell him, like... <laughs> well, I'm like, when I was a kid, you didn't brag about the dumb stuff you did. No. Like, you did dumb stuff, sometimes by accident, sometimes to have fun. But the point of it, like, wasn't that you were mm. doing the dumb thing. You didn't, like, brag about it. It's, you're just like... It's on wax now. So, like, later just, like, on... Yeah. You're bragging about mm-hmm. doing dumb. Like, why don't you go have fun? You don't even know how to have fun. <laughs> we were doing dumb yeah. shit accidentally because we were having fun. Yeah. And you don't, what, like. <laughs> like uh, yeah. You're well, like sitting there on your bed like, ooh. What are they doing on the They're getting famous for doing this. Yeah. Pathetic. They just wanted that instant clout. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Mm. Luckily, but as they get older, that they like get get over that because i feel like there's you know people our age you know they don't learn that much and then yeah they but get caught up in now these kids are gonna be like 30 and they're gonna see that thing because it's on the internet yeah doesn't the, leave it's on wax well because tiktok the stuff deletes that's why they put on there oh it's somewhere for sure oh yeah skynet's watching mm-hmm. <laughs> but on a brighter note dapper dan becomes the first black designer to receive a lifetime fashion achievement award yeah. tight and dapper dan did all the stuff back in the day for like uh, eric b and rakim those crazy like gucci suits like track suits he would like what's the documentary on netflix oh he has one yeah i forgot what it I is i forgot what it's called too but yeah look him up there's a he definitely mm-hmm. has a documentary on netflix mm-hmm. that just, just like talks yes. about his the effect he had on hip-hop and uh fashion in the in the mm-hmm. early to mid 80s yeah and still now, like, um, Dipset, like, used to get stuff from him. And it's like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's called Remix, hip-hop uh, fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check that out, because uh, it just explains. Yeah, because he just started off as, like, a little uh, consignment store, right? In, like, Harlem, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, started making just dope suits. Mm-hmm. And people started going to him. And that was, like, a sign that you would, like, at the time, like, if you could get a Dapper Dan, like, custom suit, then you knew you were, like, hot in the game. Exactly. But yeah, like I think Rakim has one on like a cover, I believe, of the albums. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is like that was what? How long ago? Ooh. Almost forty years ago. Yeah, eighty, eighty-four, maybe eighty. And it's, it's taken him this long to get mm-hmm. recognized by the quote fashion mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, even though he's been doing it been longer than a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a MythBuster thing right now. Ooh, because uh, we're from the '90s. We're talking about fashion. Remember when, like, there was like a the rumor that like 
uh, Echo, like Mark, or not Echo, uh, the guy from Tommy Hilfiger, mm-hmm. like didn't like black people and, and brown people wearing his clothes. Okay. That's false. Really? It's a false thing started by one of his competitors. Ooh. Because they were blowing up too much in the early 90s. Had to give him shade. Because, like, it, his brand got cool with, like, younger people in hip-hop. Yeah. Like, they they did, they did showed, like, a interview with him talking about it. Ralph Lauren, maybe? That's what they think. Polo? They thought it, they thought it was po- They think that's what it was. Um, not, like, him personally, but, like, yeah, someone yeah. in their, like, marketing, marketing team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it was like uh, someone like because Q-Tip and someone else like knew him because like you know New yeah. York and all mm-hmm. and like yeah uh, I forget who it was was like talking about it and he was like yeah I actually believe that and then like I like talked like you know talked to Q mm-hmm. and like saw him with pictures and I was like nah. he's like no that guy's cool and yeah all these but like all this whole generation of people our age was like thought Tommy Hilfiger was low key racist. Damn, that's wild. And it was all started like pre internet yeah, as a rumor. rumor. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, because like yeah, Ralph Lauren Polo. Like even now, like Polo, there's like you get vintage Polo. It's like it's crazy. Yeah, I definitely had a bunch of Tommy Hilfiger shit and then never mm. bought any more because of that rumor. <laughs> Like 1998, yeah. me was like, what? Spending all my hard-earned cash trying to look fly. Yeah. Like, I can't support this. I'm going to go buy more FUBU. <laughs> buy us. Woo, more WooWare. <laughs> uh. Well, we have a new segment. We're changing things up. Uh, it's called Hot History. Mm-hmm. And me, as a history teacher, Caesar is going to pick something random that I do not know about. He has not shared with no. me uh, from history. And ask me to explain it, and I have thirty seconds. So you you want to make a timer or something on your on your phone? Well, this one's pretty easy though, because I feel people need to be knowledgeable about okay. this. Because I've talked to some people and they don't even know. So all right, I'm gonna here we go. I'm gonna, let me get ready. Get ready. Take that deep breath. And Do my best here. And you'll probably be more than thirty seconds, which I hope so. So people know. Okay. So Nevada, why is it called a battleborn state? Okay, this is an easy one. So, Nevada, long story short, became a state in 1864 in the middle of the Civil War. Or Civil War. Uh, they wanted it to become a state for two reasons. Everyone says because of the silver. Like the Comstock load had been found in Virginia City. Like it was blowing up. They, you know, they wanted it for the, t- the money. That's partially true. But the real reason they wanted it to become a state is because they knew it would be a reliably uh, Republican state that would vote for uh, President Lincoln in the 1864 election. Nevada didn't meet the requirements to become a state at the time because it didn't have enough people living here. So they still rushed it through because they were afraid that, um, you know, the Civil War is going on. And if he loses the election, then like we might lose the war and like the new president. Like, so because uh, the South, yeah, like just a bunch of shenanigans. So uh, basically, uh, they rushed it through. That's why, like, thirty of the signers of the Nevada Constitution are actually Californians, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and there was more people from California that signed it because we we didn't legally have didn't have the population mm-hmm. to be a state. But they pushed it through so that it, the the state's electoral votes would count in the election of eighteen sixty four. Uh, that's why we like became a state on like literally days before the election on October thirty first, which is Nevada Day, and. Uh, they ended up not needing it because he won in the landslide, mm-hmm. but uh, it started, you know, the process had started months before they knew he, you know, you know, 
and back then they didn't have all the sophisticated polling, but yeah, basically uh, we became a state to help Lincoln uh, win the war uh, by keeping him president. Yeah, Battleborn. Battleborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, that's why like, if you're a fucking Nevadan and you have a, a Confederate flag, uh, you're double dumb. <laughs> Anti-Nevadan. Yeah. Yeah, Nevada definitely was on the side of the North. <laughs> but yeah. There we go. Yeah, because people didn't know, and I like told them what little I, you know, I knew about. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, people should know. Like they, yeah, everything here, <laughs> you said Battleborn this, Battleborn that. Like, yeah. if you're gonna be proud of something, at least know the history. But mm-hmm. I guess that's pretty American. Yeah, but you to know, not you, do that. You see Battleborn stuff, and then Confederate flags in the same card. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, or truck. Yeah, we were Battleborn to win the battle mm-hmm. that the Confederates lost. You fucking traitors. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. There you go. First hot history. There you go. I, I was just expecting something much harder than that. No, I'm like people need to know. So, yeah. And it's and it's fitting. Like Nevada Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. It all, you know, it's part of my master plan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So next is uh, my song of the week this week. Oof. And it's a hot one. Brand off, new off Az's uh, Do or Die Two album. Uh, Twenty five years later from the first one and this one is the hot one called ritual with conway the machina and lil wayne so listen and enjoy it's guys. not a performance it's a ritual when i rhyme it's like the city is mine's play who no label ain't give me a dime came through like if you're grateful that's how you really should shine flooded jesus in that great coupe at the grittiest times they know me since nine six wrist was lit with a rolling speak of bricks been in the mix Ain't shit you can show me, a king, occasionally seen, stay in the wings, successively when you close and your folks spraying them things in New Saline, the Louis mass over the grill, do the math, ain't gotta ask, nigga holding for real, or omen is sealed, I'm parting, back sucker ducking and dodging, fire spitter, who can fuck with the arson, I'm neutral, never frugal, salute you if the feeling is mutual, play cuckoo, niggas coming to roof you, the true school, the vet, and the ghosts involved, out of respect, still connect. With the older guards, there's no facade. I'm epic. My style is perfected and yeah. epic. Not a blemish. Let me finish my uh, breakfast. Look what I did with a pot. Look what I did to the block. Bust the Prezi band. Fuck it. Look what I did to the watch. Look what I did for the game. Look what I did when I dropped my album. Kicked in the door. Niggas thought was forever locked. I woke them niggas up out of their sleep. One ass niggas was going broke in the projects. Trying to figure out how they gonna eat. See how they gonna speak on me. They know I'm constantly bodying. Beats best to come out of the east is brown and no three. Machine inspired y'all. I fired off first. The last year numbers alone. I can retire off merch. My jacket is fire moss. Uh, diamond cross. They say I'm a rising star. The PJ to fly across earth. Uh-huh. These are the perks. Require hard work, but I acquire more worth. My niggas built the empire off perch. That's fish. And my niggas had bricks of it. Fuck this uh, rap shit. We still good for cooking pies like a brick of it. Rick Owens trench on my wrist flooded. Uh-huh. Put that Trip on and your bitch love it. Go yard prints all on my bitch luggage. Shit, my neck looking like I did Will Smith numbers. I'm gonna be running shit the next six summers. Machine. Okay. All my blunts thin skin. I smell like pussy money weed. Where is the incense? I like my drugs intense. Make up pussy lips. Give my dick a hug and kiss. Finger fucked in fist. I make love then sense. I make her friends kiss. 
Cause she don't let them kiss me She make her friends sick I make money, make money I make ugly taste lovely I make money in my sleep And deposit what I wake up with Got the Draco on the gap With the long tail in the back I might break my own pad my own self on the back Break the bank like I break the backboard They call me Shaq The fish try to book me Found out that book was an almanac Call me back tomorrow, baby I'm busy, the work continues I eat rappers alive And ask for the dessert menu After the church send you The casket and dirt hit you The Nina gonna give you head Right after she flirt with you Wayne, nigga Put some straightening on my name, nigga Gang, nigga My track record like a train, nigga Young money, let the moolah burn Drip like Lubaderm I was bumping AZ in a firm Welcome back. That was Ritual by AZ featuring Conway, The Machine, and Lil Wayne. The, just those two features together is great. Conway, The Machine, always, but mm-hmm. Lil Wayne is making a comeback. Yes. He is on fire lately. Mm-hmm. Like his last album, you know, uh, it was kind of, you know, it was better yeah. than like what he had been doing for a few years because he'd definitely fallen off. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, and then we'll hear from him later again, like his features. It's like Andre. It's almost like Andre three thousand in like two thousand ten. We'll see. Yeah, good features after good features. But uh, funny fact: Az was the only one featured in Nas's uh, Illmatic album. The only feature. The only feature. Damn. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wild. Classic. Mm-hmm. So we, what do we have next? Some trivia time. We're gonna do a little trivia game. Mm-hmm. We will ask each other again. Have not. All we just all, all we said was three trivia questions to each mm-hmm. other. They're going to be completely random. It could be about anything. So, uh, my trivia for you this week is hip hop. That's the that's the subject. Okay, that's my theme too. So, so. oh, see, look at Works that. Works out perfectly in synergy. So, um, th- these these are not super difficult. All right, we'll see. But it's here's early. the first question. What was Sean Price's first solo album called? Oh, shit. His first one was called... Yeah, it's way early. (laughs) Uh, Sean Price? (laughs) It was called Monkey Bars. That's what it was, Monkey Bars. Monkey Bars. Mm -hmm. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, right. 0 for 1. 0 for 1. 0 for 1. You ready for mine? Uh, yes. All right. How many members are on the 36 Chambers cover? Ooh. Nine? Nope. There's only six of them. Ah, damn. Yeah, that's why they wore the, the ski masks and stuff, too. So, they didn't know who yeah. wasn't there? Mm-hmm. So typical of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Yes. They couldn't even all to get together for a photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Doesn't do they even know who it was? Do they say who it was? Nah, there's some of them are just like they just couldn't make it, you know. So so then they just put the ski mask so we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> a mystery lost to the ages. <laughs> We're both over one. Yeah. All right. Number two. Who has the most number one songs in uh history besides Drake? Lil Wayne Eminem or Kanye? Number one? Mm-hmm. Eminem? It's actually Lil Wayne. Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. I was uh, I was sh- shocked at this when mm-hmm. I was looking at it. 
But it's because like the way that you know the charts are figured with streaming. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Because yeah, they cha- like they you know in like two thousand whatever it changed it like two thousand three or something. Hmm. It changed. Yeah. Yeah. You forget. He's been around since like ninety seven yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh this one's an easy one. Uh who was uh what group was Tupac a backup dancer for? Oh, Digital Underground. Yeah. That ding, one. ding 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> That was an easy one. Well, that one that mm-hmm. one was easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh this is your last chance to get one right. Probably I won't. This one's probably the easiest one. Mm-hmm. What is the only video game to feature the whole Wu Tang clan? The whole one? Is it the Def Jam? No. That's the that's how I put the mm-hmm. whole clan because only certain people were a part like the Def Jam yeah, fighting right, series, yeah. the hip hop, which was super fire back yeah. in the day. I remember like I didn't get it till it was like, like a wrestling one. one. Yeah. yeah. But uh there was a Wu Tang game called Wu Tang like Shaolin mm-hmm. styles yeah. for PlayStation. Oh fuck. And mm-hmm. that's that's the uh, that's the game. Mm-hmm. Sh- shout out to uh, Hip Hop Johnny and Nick <laughs> on uh, on uh, ODD's birthday. I still have the, a copy of the game in a PlayStation, Ooh. and we would get together and play it, like and like listen to Wu Tang for and, ODB day. On, on ODB day, mm-hmm. yeah, we did it for like five or six years in a row. We oh. should bring that back now. That I think about it, yeah, because it's coming right in November. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and we just like break out the game. Mm-hmm. It's super simple. And uh, and just fight each other. Do you have a PlayStation that works? I do. Uh-huh. It's one. I have one in the garage. Yeah, I bought it like every few years. I would buy one for like thirty dollars off eBay or whatever. So <laughs> I might have to buy a new one. Yeah. Might have to spend twenty five dollars. All right. Next one. Who directed Players Ball uh, from Outcast? That music video. Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I feel like I should know this. Is it Hype Williams? Nope. Puff. I almost said Puff. <laughs> Damn it. I was like, because I, I was reading about some other music video he directed, but I was like, oh, that wasn't that. Because I just the other day was reading about mm. some music video, and I was like, oh, but that wasn't that. But I thought it was Puffy. Yeah. Damn it. Puff Puff did it. Nice. Mm. Yeah. People forget that uh, Puff Daddy. He did a lot. Yeah, he did a lot. That's what it was. Uh he directed another one of their music videos because uh, at the uh, award show and, and where uh, Suge Knight made fun of him mm-hmm. was because he had directed another Outcast video and was like in there or, or like so yeah some video that year was dancing around but Puffy doing it all people forget mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> made it made even people go in plastic suits on stage <laughs> looking like garbage bags well. Caesar, it looks like I won this. You this did win. Time. You did win. Good one, job. I, one to three. <laughs> one to three. Yeah. We were too good with the trivia. Yeah. It was a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. It was a defensive battle. <laughs> Next right. up, we're each going to give some some shine to, to uh, give some shine to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, each time we do this, we're each going to pick like a TV show or a movie or video game or album or something that people need to uh, to check out. And my thing this week is the Great Pottery Throwdown on HBO Max. Um, it, first of all, it's a it's a competition show, <laughs> a British competition show. So you know it's going to be like wholesome and <laughs> like pretty like funny. And secondly, it's about like pottery challenges. They give them like these crazy challenges they have to do. 
and they like, compete. Like what with pottery? Like what's the challenge? So the way they do it is like each week they have a main build. Uh, like they have to make something, a huge something. So like it might be like one time they had like nude models come in and they had to like make a body make a yeah um the so like the classic stuff like that something like a, for one of them they have to make like a functioning toilet what which is super hard because it's so mm. big and yeah. takes so much time and then other times they might have them do like tea sets or like like dinnerware or something so that's like so they come in and the, the way the episode goes is the, that's the first thing so the first part of that is just molding from clay those into the shapes and then they have to let them dry out So while they're drying out, then they usually have a second challenge, which is like a quick challenge where they have to make something like a bunch of something in like a limited amount of time. And then they go through and judge them. And if like they're not good enough, they don't count. And whoever makes like the the best wins like that challenge. And then then they have like the second part is they take their first thing and they – because after it's dried out, then you have to put the glaze on it and decorate it. And then, and like they see if it fucked up from the drying the first time. It's so fucking hard. Because <laughs> then they have to like fix it if it's not. And if it is, they still have to glaze and everything. They have a little bit, limited amount of time. Then they, they put it away and it gets fired again for the final time. And they don't get to see it until it's unveiled in front of the judges. Ooh. See if it all worked out. And they all have like crazy wild different British accents. <laughs> and like one of the, like the, the head potter judge like cries all the fucking time over like pottery it's so really? ridiculous yeah he loves the art he like gets moved to tears over like their artistic expression through the pottery dang so check it out if you've seen like the great british bake-off or i didn't like we watched this glass blowing competition show like yeah. if you've seen any of those things it's it's a similar Same vein thing. and uh like each week one person gets eliminated until there's three left and then like the and like the winner doesn't win anything except just like Clout. Uh, yeah, the admiration <laughs> and respect of like the fellow competitors, and everyone's super nice. Because mm-hmm. we were saying, like, in one episode, someone like accidentally broke someone's thing, and I was like, if this was American show, then like the producers would play up all this drama. Yeah. And there, they're just like, oh, I'm sorry, and then they like helped them like fix it, like, oh, just like it should happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah, the Great Pottery Throwdown. If you have HBO Max, check it out. That's that's what I'm going to give some shine to this week. Well, my shine is to Ted Lasso. <laughs> Season two is still really good. It's over. Yeah. That was the last episode last night. I thought, it was, I thought they have another one. No. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Right? It's, it's just crazy because it goes very into personal stuff this season. Mental health stuff. Each other's interaction with each other more than just last season trying to, you know. Yeah. Last season was all feel good. And like the funny thing was at the beginning of season two, people were criticizing the show for being like everything works out, there's no conflict. Yeah, and then the entire second half of the se- second season, yeah, is just panic attacks, all t- sorts of real shit. Yeah. yeah, and nothing works out mm-hmm. or gets resolved. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, they shut you down. <laughs> Everyone's like, it's yeah. just like Major League, the movie. Like, it, this is just how's this a TV show? And then boom, throw you for a curveball yes. right when you were not expecting it. Yeah, because didn't end with a happy ending. That's for sure. Yeah. On like several different cases. levels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. different characters, like everything's very questionable still. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did a great job of ending mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. Still, still held up. That's the thing. Like it held up from first season to second. So and like even though it's sad, they still keep like the positive like spirit of the mm-hmm. first season yeah. of like what you like about the characters. Mm-hmm. But like the last three episodes of the season were fucking fire. Yeah, dude. And I just Roy Kent's my guy. <laughs> Right, 
just angry all the time, yelling. It's good. Yeah. And a just, lot of people have come to Jesus moments. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so Ted, mm. Ted Lasso, that's on Apple TV, right? Yeah. Yeah, I almost like tweeted like, go get fucking Apple TV just for, t- for Ted Lasso. Their shows are so good, though. So Yeah, mm-hmm. they're great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but next we got your song of the week. My song of the week this is, uh, it's Run the Jewels. It was their second single off their last album, but they just released a remix yesterday, and it's featuring <laughs> Lil Wayne with DJ Premier. He's back. He's back. And again, with a great feature, he comes in first on this one, and uh, yeah, it takes, they've they've re- they've been remix, working with a bunch of different people to remix this song, uh, and uh, each one's been completely different from the other one, so. This one's more the, the only one that even has like the original production. Nice. So listen and enjoy, guys. Ooh la la, are we we? Ooh la la, are we we? Ooh la la, are we we? Ooh la la. Yeah. Uh. Ooh la la, it's young ooh la la. Me no do rara boom boom kumbaya boom boom zumbaya. Me and no me kumbara Mario brother shoom power me me dum dum dada. Call her bougie, bonta, she like sushi and opera, but a coochie aqua What's a goon to a goblin, what's a shooter to a shot of aqua Boom, shakalaka, yo medulla, I been gotta kill a mic Like LP and kill a mic, feeling like DJ Premier It's my world premiere tonight, feeling right Hair triggers off, but then a pillow fight No computer, but this Mac got more shots than gigabytes Bigger T, bigger bite, bigger holes in the wall Money tall, ego small, blunt is long as a log Mask is off, nothing to lose, classy guard, son school Run up a check and run your mouth, we run you down, run the jewels Lil Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You go hold the egg. Way to bring the check. When we talk, we collision the car. Keep us in your thoughts. Really dressed at the crack of dawn. Weapons letting off. I can hear them from the block. See them creeping through the fog. Season's greetings, graffiti season can start. Oh my God. Look alive. Looking like I live life on a crooked line. Doing fine. You want maximum stupid. I am the guy. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking raw. Stay top top. Oysters on the half shell. Sushi bar. Like a bitch and the pussy feet. Still fuck the wall, I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog, ha 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 Oh dirty bastard, go in your jaw, shimmy shimmy y'all Got the semi in the hemi, going gimme gimme y'all Pugilistic, my linguistics, RJ Ruler damage y'all And I rap it, pornographic, beat set up the camera Covered disruption, I got you covered, I'm bussin'. Bust. My brother's a runner, he crushing, there's no discussion. I used to be munchkin, I wasn't supposed to be nothing. Y'all fuckers corrupted, I up to something disgusting. My pockets are pumped for this season, I love the couple. I'm afraid of nothing but nothing, this ain't it something. Warm augers are dumping, a point and click at your pumpkin. You're suffering disruption, so put your kids in the oven. Fuck a king or queen and all of their lost subjects. I pull my penis out and I piss on their shoes in public. People, we the pirates, the pride of this great republic. No matter what you order, motherfucker, we what you stuck with. I used to love Bruce, but living my vida loca. Help me understand, I'm probably more of a joke. When we usher in chaos, just know that we did it smile. Cannibals on this island, inmates run the asylum. Ooh, la, la, la. Are we 
Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week, and it was the Ooh La La remix by Run the Jewels featuring Lil Wayne and Primo on the Cuts. Yeah, with that Greg Nice sample from, like, 1988, I think it is, or something. Super, like, you can go back and check it out. But it's crazy. Like we said, Lil Wayne, he's uh, he's been doing a lot of features lately, and they've been doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, during the break, we talked, because, uh, you know, versus is a big thing. Birdman was like only person to challenge that could challenge little Wayne is little Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, he's been doing it a lot longer than people mm-hmm. remember. Cause he's kind of had two phases. He had like that cash money, early little mm-hmm. Wayne. And then he had his, like the, like you said, those years where he just, he, every was, the rapper, feature. he was the best yeah, rapper mm-hmm. alive mm-hmm. before, before Drake took over. Yeah. It was like the Carter, all the, his Carter series and stuff. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was everywhere. Couldn't, could, I mean, he was on fucking like, ESPN talking about sports. <laughs> yeah, and then you know he had his troubles with with Aline. with yeah, and the money the money thing with Birdman. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, he went into rehab. Like at one point, like people, there was rumors that he was like almost dead, and uh, now he's he's coming back mm-hmm. stronger than ever. Ah. <laughs> uh. But what's next? What do you got? Rapid ratings? Rapid ratings, where each of us pick a random thing for the other person to rank. One to five stars. Uh, do you recommend or not recommend? All right. So uh, Mine's hip-hop oriented. Is it, mine is not. It's completely okay. random. All right. But at the time, I think, I was trying to pick out something for dinner. So, <laughs> so I would food. like you. Mm-hmm. Mine's food related. Right. I, and, you know, we, we're connoisseurs. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. I would like you to, to, ra- to rapidly rate... Five Guys Burgers. Five Guys, I'd give it a four. Because you could choose what you want. You could put A1 sauce on it, jalapenos. You know, you could put everything if you want. And it's like a it's a good fast food choice. Fresh mm-hmm. ingredients. Mm-hmm. I heard they stopped putting all the french fries in the bag, though. Dude, it was a lot of french fries. <laughs> That's how you know the times are changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and nothing on the dollar menu is a dollar anymore. Or <laughs> now it's a value menu all the time. So, so would you recommend f- five five guys? Yeah, definitely. Four stars. Mm-hmm. Four. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. For your for you, the eight oh eights and heartbreaks that album. Oof. At the time, it's funny. I've had three phases of this. Mm-hmm. At the time when that album first came out, I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Love Lockdown was the jam when that came out. Uh, and then uh, it had uh, Heartless, which was a jam. Mm. Uh, was Can't Tell Me Nothing on that one, too? No. No? Okay. Mm. I could remember if Can't Tell Me Nothing was on that. But those two songs. And then, and then like, that was before the album even came out. And then when the album came out, you had, uh, like, the, the song with uh, Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, what was the other feature he had? He- I, I forget at, at the time. But, yeah, mm. it had, like, two or three more singles so when it first came out i loved it Mm -hmm. thought it was great and then i think like it was one of those albums that you play so much that it it, i got like sick of it and then i didn't like it for a while 
Especially then, like, he came out with my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Was, after this. Mm-hmm. was, like, completely different. And then it wasn't until, like, he'd made a couple of, uh, shall we say... Questionable? Yes, albums that I, again, regained my appreciation for 808s and Heartbreaks. But there was a time in history where I was like, ah, whatever, like... But I feel like it's just because in the moment, when someone is making music that's that good, you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. So, like, I loved it when you're like, this is great. But then you just, like, you get used to the greatness. And then it took him, like, falling off for me to appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it more. Like, that album was ahead of its time. I was yeah. right when it, like, my initial reaction was correct because my mm-hmm. mind was blown. It's yeah. just like when I heard, you know, Jesus Walks. It's it's so good. And I loved it, like, right off the right off the rip, you know? And like you said, Kid Cudi, it had that amazing with Jeezy on there uh, and a little Wayne feature, too. Yeah, so I would say five stars would highly recommend. Yes. It's definitely, a, I feel like, in cap, in, you know, like captures that, what was that, 2008 or 2007? It was eight. Yeah, it captures that moment in hip-hop, and I feel like the hip-hop was transitioning. Like, mm-hmm. that was that's the end and the last connections to, like, the golden era, I feel like, is around that time and, and because there were so many new things and new people coming out that – is a completely different generation after that. And, you know, Kanye West, I feel like, I feel like, uh, late reg or graduation was, which was his first one? Late registration, late, re- mm-hmm. late registration to 808s and heartbreaks is like a whole era in music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And this is like the, um, bookend. Yeah. The mm-hmm. bookend to that era of music, mm-hmm. because like we said, after that, like Lil Wayne was taking over, like at mm-hmm. the peak and, Kanye's like after that Kanye's like he wasn't he was different after like he wasn't worse but like he he because he did uh watch the throne Mm -hmm. and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy after that but like by then he was fucking megastar 808s and heartbreaks was the last time we had old old Mm -hmm. yay like fully like regular artist (laughs) Kanye not musical genius voice of a generation kanye and you could tell like the cutty influence uh on this all over yeah mm-hmm. that's another crazy thing is like yeah it like i said because cutty his album came out uh that year too and just the that that style of music mm-hmm. is that time and uh, like everything else everything since then is influenced by especially those two albums mm, it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah good one good one because yeah that's something i've reflected on a lot <laughs> Yeah. Lately, as we've looked back and talked about Kanye and his career and, yeah, interesting times. But we got some shout outs, right? Uh, I have a shout out. Um, Norm MacDonald passed away after battling cancer in secret for nine years. Mm -hmm. Just like Bozeman. Yeah. Crazy. And. I don't know if you guys don't know, you know, he's a comedian, was on mm-hmm. SNL. One of my favorite comedians of all time because he's just so fucking funny. So like, funny. would do anything for a joke. And just his weekend updates, I forgot like how much he made fun of OJ. He made <laughs> fun of OJ so much that was part of the reason they kicked him off of SNL. Because mm. even after he was found not guilty, he just constantly made jokes. It's kind of like the Epstein, like how Epstein thing is a meme now. Norm Macdonald was doing that about OJ just on Saturday Night Live. It was, it, it's great. He was so, so hilarious. So hilarious. Mm-hmm. And just his like dry, and you have to like get like, it was not like, he was so subtle. That's why I liked it. Like, 
And then uh, he's just his voice makes me fuck his just his voice yeah. makes me fucking laugh. His timing with his voice, is yeah, good. yeah. Anyone, if you're trying to be funny or storyteller, you can learn rhythm and pace and and timing from watching Norm McDonald. Like, just so funny. He would sometimes be like purposely not funny, like tell super corny fucking jokes, and it was funny because of the way he did it and just the, like. Yeah, and then he was also uh, he was in um, the last thing I saw him in was uh, the Tyson Mysteries, which is like an animated short that's super funny. That it stars actual Mike Tyson, and Norm Macdonald played like this raunchy ass pigeon that was like Mike Tyson's friend. <laughs> I he, he just like that. partied. Yeah, he just like smoked weed and drank all the time, but just like hung out. They had like a little crew of people, that, including his like Mike Tyson's fictional like Asian daughter that would go around. And uh, solve mysteries, uh, a la Scooby Doo, kind of, but not in a more fucked up way. And uh, yeah, Norm Macdonald was on that. And I, I loved every second of it, it that he was on there because he's so funny. So rest in peace to Norm Macdonald. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Is that, that about it? You have a you have a shout out or, or to anyone or anything? No, no shout out this week. Well, before we wrap up, um. No local events coming up, uh, mm-hmm. really. Uh, just make, you know, ho- uh, every third Wednesday, Spoken Views has their open mic at the Holland Project. Um, so check that out. But we'll have some more events, hopefully, coming soon mm-hmm. if COVID doesn't cancel some things. Lupe Fiasco's, uh, you know, I think that's still on. Hopefully, November. Yeah, yeah November. But uh, you have a fuck, fuck boy of the week before we go. Yeah, a little, little Karen move. <laughs> so this uh, lady... Slaps and curses out a Navy sailor on 9-11 saying his, he's fake. What? Like a fake. That's uh, what you mean by that. No fucking yeah, way. Yeah, like a fake uniform. Like he's a disgrace. And when she leaves, she's like, my husband's in the Army. Wow. But yeah, and like he was like getting food. And it was just crazy. It's all It was on TikTok. Saying that he was like a fake soldier? Mm-hmm. Damn. And, like, yeah, he, like, took his hat and, like, threw it on the ground and just, like, wilding out. Was she saying, like, 9-11 was fake, too? Who knows? Man, like, mm-hmm. these people uh, and these conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. There's a new uh, show or special uh, where Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show was talking to anti-mask people. And just, like, he would ask them questions and, like... You could just see they had nothing to say, but it was even like the question was like, you know, you can't prove it wrong. There's no argument to it, but they wouldn't change their minds. It's so insane to watch. And yeah. The shit some of these people believe. And they just believe to the death. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, again, uh, we are gender inclusive here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a fuck boy and fuck. That's the second fuck girl in a, in a row. Yeah. Uh, you know, fuckery is not limited to the <laughs> to color or gender. It's, yeah, to any one <laughs> creed, <laughs> race, color, Every- sexual preference or orientation. Everybody could be anybody and everybody can mm-hmm. be one. So, so beware, people. Be yeah. a good person. Yeah. Well, don't forget to listen uh, to our radio show on ninety-seven point seven FM on KWNK Radio Friday nights, nine to eleven. Play nothing but the best in hip hop. You, mm-hmm. You'll learn something. Yeah. Be entertained. And enjoy yourself. Yeah, and we give you what you want, what you need, not what you want. Yeah, you might even like get up and start dancing, mm-hmm. or just chill. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Follow your heart <laughs> all the time. But uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to uh, this podcast up in the mix. 
wherever you stream your podcasts and uh, you know, keep listening and shout out to uh, to Mojave Flower with her our little uh little video yeah mm-hmm. but uh, until next time this is sean saying peace and be nice yeah this is della photo respect each other Thank you. well there you have it hip hoppers and mark ass busters baby mamas and nine of fivers this is another fine ass edition of up in the mix with captain Kulo, the truth and the token white guy I just want y'all to know, last time I got blowed, Snickers bars was a nickel. This is AKA Most Deaf, AKA El Negro, AKA Grumpy, AKA Jamal left at 2.15 a.m. Say peace and hair grease. Make sure you follow at www.upinthemix.live and Della Photorino. That's D-E-L-A-F-O-T-O-R-E-N-O. So until next time, stay black.